Welcome to episode 52 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. This is Mike Thompson. In this episode, I'd like to take you into a live service that I preached this week. The reason is because it describes a spiritual encounter that I recently had that is so important for our individual lives as well as for our nation. I'd really like to encourage you to catch the anointing. That's why I'm playing this clip, uh, as well as the revelation that is released through it. It's timely, current, and it's nation-altering. There's a long-term and recent spiritual attack that's been coming against America, and God is breaking it. He is pulling down strongholds. He is releasing the power of heaven through the ecclesia. This is a perfect example of the effect that third heaven authority has. So listen to the clip and then I'll pray with you. In the spirit, I'm praying in tongues. And I'm just seeking God. And, and I got into one of those places where I'm, I'm kind of in and out of the spiritual realm. And suddenly, I'm pulled in. And I smell something. It was an obnoxious odor. It wasn't pleasant at all. I recognized it when I smelled it. Smell things in the spirit? How can you do that? Well, you can because you have spiritual senses. Just like you have natural senses. I mean, the Apostle Paul, when he wrote to the Philippians talking about tithes and offerings and giving, supporting the ministry, those who were sending money to him in his evangelistic journeys, he told them that they were a sweet-smelling aroma, acceptable sacrifice to God, a sweet-smelling aroma. And, of course, the writer to the Hebrews in all of his writings and comparisons about the old covenant Levitical system and the temple and all the things that they did, how that they were were nothing more than, well, for the time, they were to represent, he called them shadows and types of what would happen with Jesus in heaven. And how that those sacrifices created an aroma in heaven. Jesus is a lily of the valley. He's the rose of Sharon. You cannot get rid of the aroma. Now that's on the positive side. On the negative side, there are aromas. There are, maybe I should use other words like, there are scents and foul stenches and and things that happen. Now, I know people who are very, very good at that on both sides. My mother, she could sit in a service and then she would, would sense spiritually, she would smell roses, flowers, other things as the anointing just began to roll through and different scents for different anointings. It was phenomenal. But she could also smell when demons were trying to influence certain things. And so it happens. There are those who are much better at that than I am. I'm not sure why I smell fear. 
and some of those types of sins. I think it's connected with my warrior spirit and with the calling of third heaven authority, how that's all connected in the spirit. But that's what I smelled. I smelled that scent. It was pungent, and I recognized it because I have smelled that several times before. Not every day. I don't even know how often. But every once in a while. And it always is the smell of fear. You know, God bless dogs. How many of you have pets? You got a dog? Most of the people in here and probably out there, you have dogs. If you've been around dogs, you know that dogs, it's amazing. Did you know that dogs smell up to 1,000 times more than humans? They smell in stereo. Their nostrils work independently. And the, I don't remember what they're called now, but the, the smell receptors work independent of each other. And they can smell different things at the same time. And it's up to 1,000 times more intense than us. That's why they use service animals that can be trained to smell conditions going on in a body. Whoever their master is and they're trying to protect or alert. If all of a sudden they smell that, they can smell body chemistry changes. Well, in the spirit, there's that kind of thing. And I could smell fear. It was not a natural fear. It was a spiritual fear. It was something that in the spiritual realm, those demonic entities, and I'll get to who they are here in just a few minutes, that they realized that they were losing control. That something was stopping them. They had marching orders from the devil, from the enemy, these demonic spirits. And those demonic spirits, some of them were coming against individuals. Some of them were coming against our society. Some of them were operating in political structures here in America. And that's where I'm going to mainly focus is on in America. But in order to focus on that, we also have to underpin and realize that it's about an individual level also. So I hope that you're pulling that revelation stuff for your own self and for your own relationship with Jesus and walk with the Lord, your own ability in confronting and dealing with demonic influences that may come against you. So understand that applies to you also. But I could smell the fear. As soon as I smelled it, I also began to sense the agitation that was in the smell and that was in the demonic beings. The agitation, the fear, something was wrong. Something was wrong. Something was going on that was changing their agenda. Something was happening that induced fear into those demonic entities. That something was the church of the Lord Jesus Christ 
the prayer warriors who were standing up in their authority, in fact, I'm going to call it third heaven authority, to refuse to allow them to take over our nation. This was on a grand scheme. This was something larger. I would love to be able to point out to each and every one of you or give a few words of knowledge to individuals that are watching out there right now about things pertaining to your own life. I would love to be able to do that. But like I said earlier, is the Holy Spirit is going to have to pull it out of my sermon today and apply it in that specific nature to your own life. Catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Catch what he is saying to you about those things. Because I saw this on a national scale. I saw in the spirit that Jezebel was losing her foothold. That these demons were fearful because their power was being broken. You will see it on the left. I'm going to get into some scriptures here in just a second. You see it on the left where right now they are scrambling I'm not going to get into political parties. I am going to stay in the spirit, the demonic, and the angelic realm, the second heaven realm, and talk about it from that point of view. Because we know that everything that happens in the natural realm is a product of what's occurring in the spiritual realm. The reason that I wanted to go that direction is because we are facing what is one of the most crucial times in America today. We're facing where the ruling political spirit of Jezebel and her friend, the spirit of Antichrist, have been attempting to take over America. And one of the reasons for that is they not only have their agenda to push and what they want to see happen here, but it is also at the point of they know they have to confront and dislodge the power of the ecclesia, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. They know that they have to, in some way, stop the church, Christianity, in America. Let's go to the Luke 8. Look at verse 26. I'm going to read to you from the Amplified Version today. Because there's some wording there that I really want to bring up. Then they, referring to Jesus and his disciples, came to the country of the Gerasenes. Other translations say Gadarenes. It's the same, same place. Which is opposite Galilee. Now when Jesus stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man out of the town who had, was possessed by demons. For a long time he had worn no clothes and he lived not in a house but in the tombs. And when he saw Jesus, listen to this, he raised a deep, terrible cry from the depths of his throat and fell down before him in terror and shouted loudly, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? What have we in common? I beg you, do not torment me. I propose two things to you before I go any further. Number one, you have Jesus on the inside of you and the demons recognize him in you. 
with the same power and authority. And number two is that you have the ability to terrorize the devil. When I smelled the fear in the spiritual realm on those demonic entities in America, I realized and knew that it was because of the church. I'm not talking about four-walled steeple. I'm talking about people that house the Lord, those who stand in authority. We terrorize. What is it that scares the hell out of Jezebel? You. When you know who you are. When you allow the Jesus in you to rise up and take authority over them. I see that happening in America. In the natural realm, you've got all these pollsters, you've got all these people, uh, you know, and, and political scientists and all these things that are trying to evaluate and figure out who's going to win the primaries and where this is all going into 2024 and, and the change that's happening and the rebellion against the woke left and, and those that they put into office that haven't done anything but just screw things up worse and all the things that are going on. And you can turn on the, the boob tube there, you know, the one-eyed monster in your living room and you can watch that or you can read newspapers, go online and get all this information in the natural that's coming in. Oh, it looks like there's going to be a major swing. And, and you know, we're going to take back, Republicans will take back both houses of Congress, perhaps, and trying to figure all this out. But then what is it that uh, the Democrats are going to do? What do they have up their sleeves that over these remaining months that you're going to pull out and try to throw in and blow things up? And, you know, you, just, you get to the point to where I understand that there is a, uh, is a natural value to a point of just those things because we live in this realm. But one of the things is it makes me want to just pull my hair out. Uh, it's like, it, it's crazy making. I don't care what you are doing or saying or how you evaluate things. What I know is I smell fear in the spirit. I see the whirlwind in the spirit. I know that there are going to be changes. Why? Because this natural realm and the influence on humanity is because of the spiritual and we are changing things in the spirit. We have stood up. We have said, thus far, no more. Having done all to stand, stand. And that's what changes the natural realm. 29. For Jesus had already commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it snatched and held him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and fetters. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilderness, the desert. Jesus then asked him, what is your name? And he answered, Legion. For many demons had entered him. And they begged Jesus not to command them to depart into the bottomless pit or abyss. Now a great herd of swine was there feeding on the hillside. And the demons begging him to give them leave to enter those. And he allowed them to do so. Then the demons came out of the man and entered into the swine. And the herd rushed down the steep hill into the lake and were drowned. 
what we pick up on there is that they recognize, now this is a very important part. You've heard me talk, I think it, last Sunday I did a little bit about this, how that, all, that any scripture has only one interpretation, but it has multiple applications. All right. The reason that these demons were terrified is because they not only recognized Jesus, but they recognized that he had the power. And they knew, because Satan knows, that there's coming a time when they will be cast into the pit, into Gehenna, the lake of fire, that their destruction is sure. So when Jesus came to him, interpretation, they wondered if he was going to do it right there. Have you come to torment us before our time? Have you come to cast us into the abyss? No. He came to cast him out of the man. But here's the point. Jesus not only held the power for the appointed time of casting them into the lake of fire, but the power at that point to remove them from the man so that they could no longer control him. The demonized was delivered that day because of the awesome power of God. And listen, that power scared the snot out of them. It was the only thing they respected. When I smelled the fear last week in the spirit and I began to see activity, agitation, and in the spirit I could see that um, demonic, those demons were beginning to go down. Did, did you realize that as believers, the Bible tells us to be not afraid, but to only believe and to walk in faith and assurance? Okay? Why? Because fear lessens your ability to operate in faith and in the things of God. Fear in the demonic camp lessens their ability to perform the task. Now there are spirits of fear whose character, nature, and job is to induce fear on people. But that's different. I'm talking about these demons actually reacting in fear because a greater one has come to them. I'm going to read the scripture again, verse 28. And when he saw Jesus, he raised a deep, terrible cry. And in the Greek text, it says that uh, the Amplified does so well. From the depths of his throat. You know, this isn't the only place that that's happened to Jesus. In fact, we're so close. Just go back to Luke 4. Keep your finger in Luke 8. Again, reading from the Amplified, verse 33. Now, in the synagogue, there was a man who was possessed by a foul spirit of a demon. 
And he cried out with a loud, deep, terrible cry. Ah, oh, let us alone, because Jesus came. What have you to do with us? What have we in common, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of the Lord. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, muzzled, gagged, and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown the man down in the midst, he came out of, the, out of him without injuring him in any possible way. I'm telling you, demons were afraid of Jesus. And they're afraid of you when you act like Jesus. It's wonderful to be like Jesus. But we also have to act like Jesus. I'm talking about authority. Authority and power. Okay, back to Luke 8, 28. And when he saw Jesus, he raised a deep, terrible cry. There was fear there. Terror. From the depths of his throat. And fell down before him in terror and shouted loudly, what have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? What have we in common? I beg you, do not torment me. You want to torment the devil? Act like Jesus. Be who you are. You want to scare the hell out of Jezebel in America? Act like Jesus. Stand up and who you are. I love it. The smell of fear. They know that their strategies and their strongholds are beginning to crumble. They know. And there's a last-ditch effort. The enemy doesn't just give up. The enemy will try, attempt to find a way around it, but ultimately knows they have to obey. The demons have to obey. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rise up in the spirit now and I take authority over the high places in America that Jezebel has built altars and her prophets spewing her doctrine. In the name of Jesus Christ, I look down on them from heaven. And I dislodge every one of those assignments. I speak against every word that has been spoken against the purposes of God and against God's people and the church. In Jesus' name, I curse you and I break the strongholds now. And I crumble and I tear apart every one of your altars. And I command your power to be stripped from you and the demonic influence and empowerment to be driven away by the angels of God. Release, you spirits of lightning, angelic lightning, and tear it down and destroy it because heaven itself is going to be released in America and the rainbow glory of God is flowing through our nation and it is saving the lost. It is bringing people into the kingdom. Filling them with the spirit of God. Enduing them with power and authority over all of the power of the enemy. And in Jesus name that shall take back all of those high places. In the name of Jesus I decree it. I demand it. And I stand for it. Even now. 
The church of the Lord Jesus Christ, his body on earth, is victoriously on the move. It is affecting this nation. I want to pray with you. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every listener now. Lord, I pray that the anointing and the revelation of these encounters would just bounce into their heart and explode with such power that, Lord, that they are encouraged and motivated to rise up and to walk into third heaven authority for themselves, for their families, for their ministries, and for our nation. And Lord, I pray also for supernatural protection upon them. I pray for the anointing of supernatural youth and healing to come into their lives now. I pray for the anointing of supernatural provision and finances and prosperity to be there to finance not only the blessings and the covenant aspects that you have given to them individually, but for their ministries, their assignments, and what you placed into their lives. For we rise up as the ecclesia, as those with third heaven authority, and we go forward now with the power of the kingdom of heaven behind us. We thank you for that. And in Jesus' name, release that into the people's lives. Hallelujah. Walk in spiritual authority. It changes everything. And please subscribe to this podcast, Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson, so that you never miss a future episode. God bless.